so much strength. Darkness rises and light to meet it. I warned my young apprentice that as he grew stronger, his equal in the light would rise. Skywalker, <laughs> I assumed. Wrongly. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Cheyenne. And this week we were joined by our wonderful, wonderful guest, uh, Miss Juliana, aka JujuKitty2323 on Instagram. What's up? Hey, it's my first podcast, everybody, so please be kind to me. Well, we're really excited to have you on, um, especially in light of of your theory um, about Ray and everything. So I'm really excited to actually dive into that. So if you guys follow her on Instagram, you probably already saw it, um, but we're going to talk Ray Hero of Time here soon for our main topic i'm very you like that title there we go yes hero of time hero of time hero of time um so real quick before we dive in uh julianne i wanted to ask you just a couple questions about you as a star wars fan if you're good with that yeah let's do it sweet (laughs) so so first i wanted to ask you so what is your earliest star wars memory oh my earliest star wars memory okay well um so my dad is actually more of a trekkie um, All right. <laughs> so uh, uh, my earliest Star Wars uh, memory actually, unfortunately, has to deal with the prequels because that's what I saw in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whenever I would go over to uh, my grandmother's house or my uncle's house, um, we would so- sometimes Star Wars would be on uh, the TV. So I'd get to see the originals. But um, uh, yeah, I pretty much loved the prequels when I was younger, but I was in that age bracket where like the prequels were like amazing, but I also really <laughs> liked like, you know, Lion King and and things like that. So, I mean, like, you know, I was a kid, <laughs> so, I, I never liked Barney, but um, I'm trying to think of like Rugrats or uh, wild thornberries. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wild thornberries. <laughs> Love wild thornberries. So, um, yeah. So uh, that's like my earliest memory. I do know that in the fourth grade, I dressed up as uh, Queen Amidala um, in her classic red gown with the big half moon hair. Um, nice. But, uh, but yeah, uh so that was like my earliest memory, and then um, it just kind of like snowballed from there over the years. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, yeah. So, and I want to ask you too. So, and I, I know you said the prequels, you cringe yeah. a little. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so what? Which Star Wars movie is your favorite? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Go team. Um, Empire Strikes Back, uh, and I also really love the force awakens i really love what they did with it and everything um it just was a really fresh take on star wars and i really appreciated it um but yeah those are like my top two with uh also a nod to rogue one i really like rogue one um but uh yeah yeah those are all leia connected i'm noticing (laughs) yeah leia's my girl so i gotta i gotta I uh, love all the stuff that she's in. So <laughs> that's awesome. So, so you do a little bit of cosplay. 
Yes, I do uh, cosplay. Uh, obviously, right now I'm very Leia focused. Um, I am. I have like an ultimate goal of having all of Leia's costumes. Cool. So I would like to have everything that you have seen, Princess Leia, General Organa. However, whichever way you've seen her in the film, I would like to have that costume eventually. So um, right now I'm just working on the original trilogy. Uh, I'm hoping to start um, uh, a few new ones um, coming up, maybe Endor, uh, Commando, and um, her uh, bounty hunter, uh, Bausch. I, I say Bausch, but I know everybody says it differently. Boosh. I I I say Bausch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like, feel like the O U is mm-hmm. like a, a house Bausch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've said it both ways because I really just can't. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's one of those things that you're like, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I swear <laughs> I'm a nerd, guys, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one way or the other, <laughs> you just kind of pick in conversations. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's okay. The other day, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was saying the moons of Diego and. My friend was like, don't you mean Lego? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no. No. Can't lie. But I guess it does look like a lowercase L. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. It's fine. Lego. There you yeah. go. I like Legos. Yeah. I used to love Legos. That's good. <laughs> solid, solid. <laughs> so, so, Juliana, what is your favorite thing about Star Wars right now? Um, I think my favorite thing about star Wars and uh, man, if you had asked me like a year ago, like maybe my answer would be different, but I feel like, especially in the last year, just what I've seen um, and whatnot has been, I really love how star Wars connects so many people of so many different types. Like Mm -hmm. you have, um, you have young, like the young generation, you have the older generation, um, people all over the world. It just connects so many people. And um, yeah, you do have like those elitist people within the fan group, but I mean, it happens in all fandoms, but in general, um, like, and and this is why I tell people all the time uh, when I went to this past celebration, I have never been to a con where I have seen so many people just genuinely so excited for one another and also just the fandom in general. Mm. Like it was just such a supportive atmosphere and everybody um, was so kind to one another and everything like that. I just, I, I really like that. It just kind of sparks this camaraderie. Mm. Um, so I think that's the thing that I really love most about star Wars is it just, and you can, you can have like your favorite movie. Like everybody has their <coughs> favorite movie. Everybody has their, their favorite show uh i mean like i'm super excited for the mandalorian coming oh, out like i mean and obviously rise of skywalker is gonna be like freaking epic well at least we <laughs> hope i mean ryan johnson's not directing it i didn't mean to call the shots oh. <laughs> but, uh, but no like we like everybody has like their favorite and they have their favorite character mm-hmm. and it's just so cool because like uh, you can you can like it for so many different reasons, and yet you still all come together because it's it's Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that's such a good way to sum that up because I felt the same when I was at Celebration. My mom, I dragged her to the first Celebration we ever went to was in Orlando in twenty six seventeen. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I I was like, oh my god, Mark Hamill's <laughs> gonna be in Orlando. Let's go. 
<laughs> and that was literally my like main purpose. I was like, what? What? <laughs> so we drove from Gainesville to Orlando and I was like, wow, this is what I want to do. Like, I want this to be my thing. Like when I'm off work, when I have free time, I want to go to these conventions. And, um, we went, I took her again. We went back to celebration in Chicago last year or this year. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Time is hard. And I'm really thrown <laughs> off. Guys. Um, and it was the same way. It was, it was my first time cosplaying. And so that was a whole new world. Cause I was very nervous about that. And it was, people were so supportive. Yeah. I was like, this is the fandom I'm talking about. This is what I'm interested in. Yeah. Also. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, yeah, it's just, like, even for cosplayers, like, who are just starting out and things like that, like, it's just a very supportive community. Like, the, like I feel like fans just genuinely get so excited to see someone else who loves that same fandom. They're like, Absolutely. oh, my God, a fellow nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. with you, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those words, and they're like, thanks, you too. Yeah, and then uh, in the middle of the convention floor, it's fine. Yep. Yeah, not that before dumb. we before we move on, I I made this face. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I was like, huh. <laughs> uh, it, it confirmed. Ewan McGregor reprising his role. Real time announcement, everyone. Oh, oh wow! Twenty three. Oh my god, Woo. I'm so excited about that. Like he's like the best thing that happened to the prequels. So uh, <laughs> so pumped, and it's I'm gonna be an original so... series. So oh man, bless. Wow. Oh my god, and they're gonna do so well with it too. Oh, I mean, like, have to. They have to. I've got better right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's such I've a thing right them now. behind. <laughs> yeah. And he would like coming in. Oh my god. Yeah. So anyways, guess, while we're talking about that for a second, do you guys think it'll be an actual series or sorry, now my brain's just they like racing. To, they have I'm sorry. It's a yeah. Fan, it's a fan service. Like they have to make it a series. Like, yeah, I feel I really like there would be riots. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they made it for any other reason riots. other than the fact that it's something yeah. that fans wanted. Because like they outside of that i can't think of any other reason that they would want to do that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they're yeah. so busy working on new content they don't have to add that but they were like let's give everyone something all of all encompassing the fandom yeah. so See, i think it'd be awesome just because like especially if they do the time where he is in exile on tatooine like after it rebels with Maul on to up till New Hope, like I would love to see that the the basically the samurai in exile and everything. Yeah. Like it would be so freaking cool. I'm down. Yeah, with it. yeah, I I agree. And like I I was watching um uh, Revenge of the Sith today, and like uh they almost kind of even left it open for that because like Yoda mm-hmm. even says to Obi Wan like. Um, you're going to be visited by your former master. He's like, he's crossed over from the mystical realm or, or where, wherever it is. And, um, and like, that would just be so cool to be able to like, maybe open the door for like a, a new realm. Like oh, yeah. may- maybe we might see a, a glimpse of that or I don't know, maybe oh, we so might cool. see Gwygon. Like it, it just so many, so many options. So yeah. I'm not even kidding. I've got chills right now just thinking about it. Like <laughs> Liam Neeson coming back too. That would be so cool. Oh yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah. epic. Absolutely epic. Oh, yes. I, I hope. I hope he would. I, I think he would. I, I think, think he would. would. I yeah. mean, he came back for Clone Wars for just a handful of episodes. So I mean, I wouldn't imagine why he wouldn't. So, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Wow. Well, cool. So there, what in real time? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I like it popped up on my phone, and it was like I get Twitter updates from Disney in general. 
Um, but then I was just like, and I saw Obi Wan, or no, I saw Ewan McGregor in the little like notification. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Come again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <you> repeat that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh man, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get my head right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. So, in yeah, Jillian, uh, if you don't know, like with our with our show, we like to run theories and stuff like that. So, the second that I have a morsel of anything, like this is why we're talking your theory today. Actually, <laughs> a good bit of it, um, just because my my mind starts working and it's like, all right, let's see how this works. Let's see how that we can make this work. Um, so yes, so I'm very excited about this Obi Wan thing. So excited. Why are you here, Ray from nowhere? The Resistance sent me. We need your help. The First Order's become unstoppable. Why are you here? Something inside me has always been there. But now it's awake. And I'm afraid. I don't know what it is. Or what to do with it. And I need help. Today, guys, for our main topic, we are talking raised parents, but don't run screaming just yet. <laughs> because I know we all, is Rhea Kenobi, is she a Palpatine, is she a, I don't know, somebody, does she belong to Sebulba, who knows. But today, we have something different for you, um, which is why we invited Juliana on today. Um, not only is she an awesome cosplayer, but now she's a fellow theorist with us. <laughs> Um, and I think she's got a really cool theory for you guys to hear. So, Juliana, if you want to take away, kind of give us your theory. Yeah. Um, and then we can um, start diving in. Yeah. No, uh, I I guess I can kind of give you a little bit of a backstory. I, I was in a break room the other day uh, and um, somehow, inevitably, well, like shocker right here, uh, inevitably, whenever I'm in a break room, Star Wars gets brought up. Naturally. <laughs> I feel like as Same. it does. And um, somehow, like, the conversation of who Ray was got brought up. And um, I was nearing the end of my break. Um, so uh, I'm just – I'm trying to set it up for you. Um, but I was nearing the end of my break, and naturally I was kind of, like, listening in. I wasn't involved in the conversation, but I'm listening in. And, like, there was one person who was like, oh, I think uh, Ray is a is, – um, Kylo's twin and blah, 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 and like just all these different things and whatnot. And I <laughs> casually got up from my break and I turned around and I go, I actually think that Ray is reincarnated throughout time to create balance to the force. And everybody was like, <laughs> and everybody just kind of stared at me for a second. And I walked out of the room because I was done with my break. <laughs> Leave them. Uh, well, break's over. See ya. <laughs> Because like at the end of my break, like naturally, like there was someone who was sitting there and they were like, okay, I've been like just seething over here. Like you need to like explain this. <laughs> so when I actually went on later on that, I, I went on my Instagram later on that day and I, I was just like, ah, maybe other people might be interested in this theory that I have. Um, and it's been something that I've kind of been like thinking a lot about Um to myself mainly, I, I don't think I've really shared it too much with too many people. No, actually, I have. I've shared it with um, my friend Nay, who I went to celebration with. He was dressed up as Palpatine, um, and he's oh. convinced that Palpatine is uh, Ray's father. <laughs> mm. um, but uh, you, you know, uh, everybody has like their theory. Absolutely, yeah. So, 
Um, but back to my theory. Uh, basically, my theory, I I am also a huge Zelda uh, nerd, The Legend of Zelda. I love The Legend of Zelda. Um, Ocarina of Time was basically my childhood. Uh, I really love Twilight Princess. I have played Breath of the Wild. I refuse to download any of the expansion packs for Breath of the Wild because I know I will not sleep. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I've just always really loved Legend of Zelda. I, I know I'm going to say something really controversial here, but like I Legend of Zelda may even tie it for Star Wars in, in wow. my life. Okay. I just don't awesome. talk about it as much because obviously like Star Wars is pretty much my life. But um <laughs> but uh it, for any of you who might be um familiar with the story of the Legend of Zelda, obviously there are multiple games um over the years, uh different timelines, uh different scenarios, different locations and stuff like that, but basically um there uh, the ongoing theme of Legend of Zelda is that um uh Link and Zelda or someone similar to Link and Zelda is reincarnated over and over in time to battle evil. Um it was uh kind of like a curse that this god demise or demon is mm-hmm. um cursed upon uh the goddess Hy- hylia and like it just it, it's this ongoing thing so that's how when you enter every game mm-hmm. you link is just like this hero of time if you will mm-hmm. and zelda is the other part of the Triforce. And then you've obviously got the other part of the Triforce, which is usually the evil part. So um, <laughs> uh, to create balance back into um, Hyrule. Oh, sounds um, familiar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So naturally, um, you know, I, I, I like some wine. <laughs> and I, I was playing uh, Breath of the Wild one day. And I just I started to see a lot of parallels um, because I just recently watched uh, Last Jedi and um, I kind of forced myself. I like binge watched Last Jedi, Last Jedi like a few times because I when I first saw it, I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. I saw it a second time in movie theaters. I liked it better, but I did see like there were problems with the storyline. So I. I forced myself to rewatch it because I was like, I want to really understand this film. Like, I I don't want to just be one of those people who are like, I don't like it. And I've only seen it twice, you know. So I've rewatched it several times. I think I watched it before I was playing Breath of the Wild one day. And I was like, huh. What if Rey is just like a reincarnation of herself throughout time? And she just creates balance to the force, you know. And I started, like, looking up theories and everything, and I, I started rewatching like, um, all the Star Wars movies from episode one. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, there's so many clues that just, like, it – I mean, this could – this could be a valid theory. Like, <laughs> um, like I don't know if you guys have seen – and I know that there is a, uh, another theory out there that Shmi is Rey. Um, Saw but that. If, <laughs> yeah. If you look at Shmi and you look at – Ray side by side, and for those of you who are not familiar with me, Shmi is Anakin's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at them side by side, they like Shmi just looks like an older version of Daisy Ridley. Like, yeah. and and I know that Disney is really clever with their casting. <laughs> like, not, like if they're making people change their accents and stuff, like they know 
when they cast someone that it's going to look like someone else. And there's going to be these crazy theorists out there, you know, talking on a Friday night about (laughs) how somebody looks similar to one another. I mean, I I don't know. Whatever do you mean? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That sounds like a crazy plan. (laughs) You should be very proud of your son. He gives without any thought of reward. Well, he knows nothing of greed. He has a... He has special powers. Yes. He can see things before they happen. That's why he appears to have such quick reflexes. It's a Jedi trait. He deserves better than a slave's life. Had he been born in the Republic, we would have identified him earlier. The Force is unusually strong with him. That much is clear. Who was his father? There was no father. I carried him. I gave birth. I raised him. I can't explain what happened. Yeah, I, I saw the I saw the Shmi Ray theory. I was immediately. I hate when I do that sometimes because I immediately was like, eh. But yeah. Then, I well and I didn't know that theory too well actually after I kind of posted my theory on my Instagram I kind of looked into that theory a little bit and so what they're talking about in that particular theory is that Palpatine actually takes Rey back in time they open a time portal and they slam her basically they he sells her to the huts somehow right. she doesn't remember who she is hmm. and she's impregnated um and she's basically a slave and it starts this ongoing cycle over and over again, which is a really interesting theory in yeah, of itself. Yeah. Like and that not is impossible. a very, not impossible because yeah. uh, I mean I'm not I'm not familiar with like the animated TV shows, but apparently at the end of Rebels they do touch mm-hmm. on this. They um, go into a time portal, yeah. so you yeah. do kind of touch on it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not completely unfathomable. Um, yeah. But there's like a lot of problems wrong with that because I, I they've done such a good job to build uh, Ray up as her own character mm-hmm. that I don't think um, and I, I saw someone else counter argue this as well. Um, I don't think they would like the idea of Ray after you've just built her up this entire trilogy. Her final like scene that you see her in is that she's a slave. Like, yeah. I just don't think Disney would do that. Like, that just would be a big slap in the that, face. That was my their- thought, actually, yeah. just when you said that. Yeah. It was like, so So the whole point of this is to see Ray's great defeat, essentially, is yeah. what that would be. And so she's right. yeah. like, so yeah, I could see so, where it could work, but at the same time, like, nah. I just, yeah, <laughs> I just don't think that they would do that. And also, right. it would, like, it for Ray to not figure out who she was, like, that would be like, I don't know. It just would be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's that the theory. My mm-hmm. theory is that she's reborn um, throughout the generations to create balance to the force. So um, I like I'm trying to like think of like kind of go through this in a systematic way where sure. I can like kind of walk you guys through it. But um, uh, when I say that where she's there to create balance to the force. Similar to the Zelda theory, you can either be um you can either be victorious mm-hmm. in uh fighting Ganon, Ganondorf for this evil 
or you're not victorious and you go down a whole separate like side um, hmm. branch, okay. if you will, of this storyline. Um, so I think that for Ray, um, she may be the person who is in the forefront, actually creating the balance to the force. Um, as we see in Ray, or she's just there as pretty much a, um, uh, like a, a catalyst. I, I, okay. I'm going to think of a word, but like creating balance to the force through herself, mm-hmm. if you will. So she's not the one actually creating the balance. She's like doing something that will create balance, so, if you will. So almost Ooh. as if her presence is what it, I guess, incites yeah. the balance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So, um, one of my biggest like arguments on this particular theory is in the last Jedi, when she gets to Octu, um, uh, she's there with Luke and she's following Luke around as he's doing his weird, um, daily routines. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, there's one day where she, she like turns around and she seems to be, pulled over to this misty side of the island and she goes into this old tree that has the old Jedi text and she's looking around and everything and that sparks something within Luke and he appears in the doorway and he he realizes he goes who are you and her immediate response is I've been here before Mm. and if if we go back to the theory of Rey Ishmi how would have sh- how did Shmi see mm-hmm. that particular island? He, yeah. There would be no tie to her in right. that island. Yeah, I think that because obviously this is an ancient island that is directly connected to the Jedi. Obviously, in one of her um, reincarnations, she would have been there at one point. She just doesn't remember it. Um, and uh and that's just like one of my biggest like like red flags right there where i'm like <laughs> she's she's saying that she's been there before like right. come on now Some, like <laughs> something's going on yeah something, something's going on here um and then uh another big one is when she goes uh she falls down underneath the island and there's that really weird sequence where she sees herself over and over again mm-hmm. um i did see something talking about how the island is a metaphor for the force so above mm-hmm. um ground it's supposed to be light and below ground it's supposed to be darkness mm-hmm. but when you have darkness sometimes it can be truthful you know like the the light isn't always truthful and the darkness isn't always truthful like it so i think when she went down underneath the island and she sees herself over and over and over again it's basically saying you're reincarnated throughout time and when she asks for her parents well she doesn't have parents she's reincarnated over throughout time like it doesn't matter who her parents are it's why she's there in the in the first place Mm -hmm. you know and to create balance to the force. And the very next scene we see is Kylo and her talking to each other and they they touch hands with one another. She's she's there to match Kylo's energy and create balance to the force. I am just very like I know I listened to your story when I first saw your theories, but like I'm just so in depth now. Yeah. My mind, I'm just like digging my hole deeper and deeper. 
into this because this makes the more you talk about it, the more it makes sense mm-hmm. to be quite honest, like the specific scenes and the specific dialogue that you're bringing up makes so much sense. Like, in, like I hear theories so often that are just like this because of this and that's it. Mm-hmm. But it's like this because of how this connects and what they said and where they are. And like the amount of, evidence for lack of a better word behind it all mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. crazy to me i do have a question for you yes do you think that ray specifically is that reincarnation or do you think that it was anakin and then it was ray and then it was it's going to be someone else does that make sense um i well so before i saw the last jedi i actually um had the um theory that ray was anakin reincarnated mm-hmm. i supported that theory mm-hmm. um i i don't think that she is anakin um after seeing this and kind of thinking everything out and again watching the movies constantly mm-hmm. over and over again um i think i do think that ray that shmi is a reincarnation of ray um, however, uh, and, and I did kind of touch on this in my story theory. Um, uh, it's confirmed, uh, through one of the comic books, I believe it's, yeah, uh, Vader. Charles, uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Number 25 or, mm-hmm. or something like that. But, uh, Palpatine actually, um, forces a, uh, divine birth and that's mm-hmm. how Anakin is created. Um, right. I, don't think that he just randomly picked Shmi. I don't like I I don't think that he randomly picked Shmi. I think um because I think in one of the other books, I want to say it's about Darth Sidious. Darth Plagueis. I'm not I'm not sure, but maybe I'm confusing my um my facts. But there's another book where they are trying to find this like all powerful force being whatever it may be. And they're trying to find someone in particular. And I believe that they probably did find this person and it was me, but she didn't understand who she was. She didn't have that calling yet or anything like that. And I think that he had this divine birth because he could have taken Shmi. He could have easily bought her and taken her, but she creates balance to the force. He couldn't have controlled her. Her fate is already sealed. Mm-hmm. But if she has a child, that means that that child is basically a projection of the force. And that means that that person is going to have a very high midichlorian count. That person is going to be very strong in the force. Um, and the child itself can be easily manipulated. She cannot but the child can be manipulated. Yeah, which also makes sense for the fact that once she died, Anakin lost his mind. And yes, and when she died, mm-hmm. that was that was what sealed the fate for Anakin. Um, because during that time, the Jedi were, in fact, too strong. They had too much mm-hmm. of a say within the Senate and everything like that. So you would argue that the light side was too strong during that time period. We needed somebody who was going to create that balance of the dark side. Well, then the dark side during the Empire, uh, during the reign of the empire grew out of whack well then the children of anakin came along and basically slapped vader upside the head and was like hey we got to create this balance again and in vader's last moments he creates balance to the force he he does what he was 
pretty much made to do. Um, and, and everything seems to be fine. And then fast forward several years and, um, Snoke gets a hold of, and whoever freaking Snoke is, but Snoke gets a hold of, um, Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren is supposed to actually be several years older Mm -hmm. than Ray, but then Ray magically appears, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know the exact timeline of all that, but I would argue to, I would venture to uh, say that that was a right around the time that Snoke started to interfere with the force and the balance of the force and create uh, an individual who's very strong within the dark side. And Ray was created during that time mm-hmm. to powerful create light, powerful dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm just very entranced. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and to what you were saying about uh, Kylo and, and Rey and everything. So, yeah, Kylo is about 10 years older than Rey is. So wow, it would stand to, yeah. yeah, so it would stand and a that reason would be with a, that. Yeah. Yeah, and that would be around the time that he would be in uh, his Jedi training. Mm-hmm. Um, because and obviously they, they start very young. And mm-hmm. then uh, Snoke came in um, during his Jedi training and, and took an interest in him because he was very strong. Again, it mm-hmm. gets passed down through the generations, you know, like he is very one. strong. Yeah. Um. I. I. I mean, this is a whole separate theory, but I actually think that Snoke is something to do. Pal- Palpatine has something to do with with Snoke. I don't think that um Snoke was like just this random person. I think it was like something that Palpatine created. I don't yeah. think but, that he's throwaway at all. I think I think yeah. that he yeah. does still have some kind of significance. Whether that was yeah. just to manipulate Kylo, there's still something else there. Right, he still yeah. had a purpose. Yeah. I think that my favorite theory about Snoke was that he was the Grand Inquisitor. I really, <laughs> I loved that theory okay. so much. I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, he went down a shaft, got a scar, he looks all burnt. <laughs> I don't know. Because I just was like, I was like, I'm going with whatever. I'm really bad at, I know you haven't been on with us before, but I tell Danny this all the time. I'm really bad at theories. I try not to... <laughs> myself with those because then i will just spiral <laughs> yeah yeah so i just listen to others and i'm like oh yeah okay okay no yeah. yes <laughs> like oh, and i'm the same exact way like i mean i'm telling you when i had that that night where i was like starting to put things together and stuff i had i mean i'm gonna be honest with you i had finished a full bottle of wine <laughs> but i like popped the last jedi back in and i was just sitting there like oh my god yeah oh my god like it's they're like legitimately spelling it out for us in the film yeah. like what is going on like this yeah is what I don't see this. <laughs> um, well, but uh and i did want to yeah. back up real quick if you don't mind to so when yeah. we're talking about shmi so one thing i was wondering so you yeah. you, you mentioned something about at uh palpatine because i actually never considered that she was anything more than just the person the vessel basically um because that's how she's presented to be honest um and so the fact that she may be more than that is is really intriguing to me um also this the range me so i had a question about the reincarnation so do you feel like it's reincarnation or are they ordained at a given time so is this the force anticipating this i think i think Force, I think the force anticipates it. I okay. think like the force obviously, and we're going to go back into time travel. I mean, like the force can obviously see the past and the future. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to co- like 
give it a, a title such as a being, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, it can see these events unfolding way before they ever happen. Um, and so I think that Shmi was created with that intention. Like mm -hmm. she was pretty much created with that in that intention. Um, and her future was pretty much sealed. Um, uh, there was, there was, else that as you were saying i was gonna bring up and i forget what i was gonna say oh oh when you were saying um uh that she may just be a vessel mm -hmm. i i also kind of brought this up on my story um i think that somewhere in the jedi text it's going to talk about this um and ray is going to come across this when she's reading through the jedi text and stuff so i feel like she's going to somehow find out about this but um uh I think that this was something that maybe the Jedi knew about. Mm -hmm. They knew that there was going to be somebody that re gets that gets brought about mm -hmm. um, by the Force to balance the Force out. And if you actually watch the prequels, um, and whether or not they thought about this way back when or, or not is, a, <laughs> is another argument for another time. But um, that whole scene when... Shmi actually explains who Anakin is. Mm -hmm. um, they uh, Wygon is like, how can this kid fly this pod racer? You know, and 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 who's the father? You know, and she admits she goes, there was no father. I can't explain it. Um, mm -hmm. I think that that probably set off something within Wygon that was like, hmm, this is well, <laughs> and yeah. this might be somebody that we need to take an interest in and almost like pretty much the next scene, he's taking blood from Anakin and he's figuring out the metachlorian count and stuff like that. Yeah. But he actually attempts to buy both mm -hmm. Anakin and his mother. Like if, if they were just interested in Anakin, he wouldn't attempt to buy the mother as well. Um, but he attempts to buy the mother too. And when obviously uh, what's his face um, yeah. says, no, I can't, <laughs> I can't give you two slaves. Um, she, he's like, all right, well, obviously this must be the person that's ordained to create balance to the force. So we have to unfortunately take more of an interest in the child than the mother at this point. Right. So um, I think they knew about it. Um, I also think that more people know about this, theory then we're led on because like even Maz who is somebody who's sensitive to the force and we're jumping forward with the force awakens Maz who's someone um, who is sensitive to the force uh, when they are in Maz's place and um, I think Han may know who Ray is I think that because he has ties obviously to the Jedi or at least a familiarity but, I think yeah I yeah, yeah I think I think he kind of he kind of grasps who Ray may be, mm -hmm. um, but uh, it cuts out right when Maz goes, who's the girl? And mm -hmm. the very next scene we see Maz in, somehow Maz knows exactly where Ray went. She went downstairs in this like basement <laughs> and somehow magically found this lightsaber. Mm -hmm. How she magically found this lightsaber, I don't know, but she magically found this <laughs> lightsaber. And you, she get, goes through a series of... Um, uh, visions where uh, uh, the very first thing you hear is uh, Darth Vader's breathing and um, you see Cloud City and then you see the whole scene of um, Kylo taking down the Jedi and everything like that and when she when she breaks away 
who happens to be there is Moss. Mm -hmm. And she goes and she basically is telling her like, you need to not worry about your parents because she knows exactly who Ray is. She's like, you need to not worry about your parents. Yeah. The, the belonging you seek is inside yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is oh. <laughs> called to you because you are supposed to create balance to the force. I mean, oh. obviously, like putting the words into her mouth, but she knows that that's basically Ray's role is to create balance to the force. Yeah. So like, yes. There's just like all these tiny little things that like have just been scattered around like breadcrumbs. And it's like you're just putting things together. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, again, I've probably yeah. overthought about all this. No, I've invested. <laughs> no, no, this no. is incredible. Well, and, and, and a couple of things that I, I thought about while you were talking too. So so we, we've mentioned the vision um, where we saw Ray just replicated over and over again, which yeah. I'm – I'm a thousand percent positive that there is a meaning to that vision. There's no, because all the visions we've seen prior with everyone else, with Luke, with everyone, they've all meant something. There's always, there's Mm -hmm. always been something behind that, whether that be a fear or a foretelling of the future or even kind of a a truth of some kind. Right. Um, So seeing her replicated. And then on top of that, I, I completely forgot about the conversations that Maz had with her. But the the one that came to mind when you were saying that, and I was getting chills, was uh, that I've lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people. Uh, yeah, I think she was saying yeah. that to Finn, but at the same time, that and that and the whole happens right after she right. says that. No, mm-hmm. no, exactly. What you're, yeah, I've I've lived long enough to see the same eyes and the same people. Yeah. Wow. And so I I think she knows exactly who mm-hmm. Ray is. Um. So, but yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, like, that's my theory. I, I'm trying there. I feel like there's one other thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, oh, 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 oh. Uh, so when uh, Ray goes into uh, her first lesson with mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, um, I, I think that Luke Skywalker is on to her, knows who she may be. Um, her first lesson when she's up there at Octu and she's like, Hey Luke, you need to come back to create balance to the forest. And like Kylo Ren's grown too strong and stuff. And, and he asks her, he like, like she says, we need to get the Jedi order back. He completely skips over that. And he goes, what do you know about the force? Yeah. And she's like, ah, it's a power that you can use to lift rocks and control. <laughs> and he yeah. goes, Nope, that's not it. Sit down. He doesn't talk, and he says, like, to say that the Jedi own the light side of the Force is, like, mm-hmm. it, it, you, you should never say that. Because yeah. that's not what the Jedi purpose is. They're, the Jedi purpose was to create peace. Mm-hmm. Right. But he is primarily only focused on Rey mm-hmm. with the balance of the Force. Not mm-hmm. the light side of the Force, not the dark side of the Force. He only wants to focus on the balance of the Force mm-hmm. within Rey. And that's the first lesson he gives her. So yeah. it's like he's setting her up to, like, you're going to have to counteract this balance. Like, you are going to have to be the balance mm-hmm. that's going to create this peace within the Force. Like, mm-hmm. he, he just, he spells it out to her. Mm-hmm. Like, right there on that rock. Well, and I yeah. never put that together e- either because, like, so we, we keep having the conversation of who are raised parents because identity is what keeps getting called into question throughout the sequel trilogy is who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Like, I'm Ray from nowhere. I'm no one and everything. It keeps coming up 
And so for there to be something deeper and more, and in all honesty, weirder with the force, which I love, <laughs> I, I think that, mm-hmm. I think that's incredible that they would go that deep with something like that. So yeah. in all honesty, I, I truly, truly hope that this is the truth because I love the idea of her being a champion of the force, essentially. Of, yeah. hey, here's this powerful dark. You're my powerful light. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I, I think they, I'm, I mean, I'm but, visibly mind blown right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like on that, on that same note, the the funny thing is, like, if we if we skip years down the line, mm-hmm. you could open up the door to this, not necessarily using the same people, but you could open up the door to this in the future. Mm-hmm. We could actually see a dark side version of Ray, maybe not someone who's exactly Daisy Ridley, but we could see a dark side version of Ray mm-hmm. where oh. the the has grown too too powerful and now this being has now been reincarnated to create that balance again it's basically like uh darth vader almost all over again you know so it it opens up the door to so many things in even in the past we could even have movies from like the past like way before the prequels Mm -hmm. that we could see another version of like this being that would create balance to the force. Because the chosen one was never uh, a new idea. It's, it's always no, it around. wasn't. Yeah, no. And I mean, like even Yoda says it time and time again. There is another. There is another who will mm-hmm. create balance. There is another. Like that's that's why I feel like the jet the Jedi know about this. They know. Sneaky yeah. little. Guys. There's no way they don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like with me, because the more I the more I think about it, the more we talk about it, I'm thinking about because the Jedi they had to have known. Yoda definitely knew. Yoda's Yoda knows everything, and he just acts like he doesn't. He's a and, goblin troll. Yeah, that's my opinion on Yoda. He's always like, I know what's going on, but I'm not going to tell anybody what's Such going on. Such a troll. I have, I have goals. Of yeah, Yoda on Dagobah. Whenever I'm older, one day, like, I just want to. Yes. To my front doorstep and just like start saying nonsense to people. Maybe yeah. I'll jump on like someone's back and be like, "Ah, you gotta run with me now." Yeah, well, yeah, I'm here now. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gotta yeah. do? And what's even better yeah. about that scene too is that R two knows him. So the whole time he's sitting here just like nailing him with a stick over and over. He's like, dude, you're embarrassing me in front of my friend. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Right. What are you doing? (laughs) And R2 can't do anything about it because he's Yoda. He's just like, okay, I'm going to take it, I guess. (laughs) This is where we are now. (laughs) Yeah. But like, uh, the more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking about the fact that with the Jedi having known, obviously Palpatine also knows yeah, but because he was trained within the Jedi um, training, like they say, right? That. Yeah, he was all around that all the time, and I want to know because we all quote unquote know that he's involved in this new episode. So how is that? How is him knowing going to play a role into what he's doing in this episode? Because I'm, I'm honestly, I'm invested now in this theory. This seems so. <laughs> yeah. Hard. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, I don't know the details. I wish I was working on the movie. Um, I don't know the details, but like, uh, um, and and this, and I'm I'm going on the on the Zelda track here, so bear with me for a second. But um, uh, in one of the games, uh, Twilight Princess, they actually enter into another realm called the Twilight Realm. It's basically like a mirror of their own realm. It's just like these spirits and like a whole nother being that oh, like owns this realm and Mm -hmm. and it somehow like they they coincide at one point but anywho 
back up. Um, <laughs> it must feel like, because we already talked about the metaphysical or whatever they call it, the mystical realm, mm-hmm. where these past Jedi or these past Force users are going to, um, that they all kind of are mingling with each other. I mean, I don't right. know. Maybe it's like some <laughs> party that Darth Vader's like joking over there with Jar Jar Binks. I don't know. Because <laughs> Jar Jar Binks apparently is strong with the Force. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> but uh, but um, I feel like this new planet that they're going to go to is actually like a portal to this new realm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when they're going to get like all these truths. And that's where we're going to see Darth Vader. We're going to see Palpatine. We're going to see all these past people who were very strong with the force come, come through and, yeah. and start to be like, this is this. Listen, kids, this is nothing <laughs> new. This has been going on for years. <laughs> guys, you guys and your fancy new little speeders and, and, <laughs> and stuff, like, no, this is the same <laughs> that's been going on. Again, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on this, but like, no, it's the same stuff. It goes on and on throughout the years. I just really yep. want Darth Vader to use like an old voice like that. <laughs> you know? Ah, kids. <laughs> 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 he like comes you in with a cane. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Oh no, and I I want it to be like Yoda style. Like Kylo sees Vader, this person that he's been like worshiping for years. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he like he gets he's like, oh my god, like I love you so much. And Vader just like like backhands him and is like, what yeah. the hell's wrong? With you? Like <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not. You're not doing anything that I started. <laughs> yeah. Beats him with the cane. With right. And I love how, like how I'm hating on Kylo right now, but I actually really love Kylo. Kylo is one of my favorite characters. So <laughs> I, I can tease him a bit. Of course. <laughs> well, in to what you were talking about, the, uh, the, the mystical realm, that other realm and everything. So, so I know you said you weren't, um, caught up with the uh, animated series and stuff like that. But so referencing Rebels, though, where we were talking about the world between worlds. So in that episode, Palpatine actually accesses that world um, through Dathomirian magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so... And they meet, like, they meet, like, some sister of light and son of dark... I I don't know. Someone was trying to talk about that. (laughs) So that one's I like how I'm talking about... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. the world between worlds is, it was, it's definitely something I need to go back and Mm rewatch, but it was so, to me, I think, when I think about Star Wars, I try to think, I compartmentalize Star Wars a little bit sometimes, um, thinking about like, oh, it's just like a space opera versus, oh, it's like a hero's journey, and then over here, it's also like space in general like there are so many unknown things we can do whatever we want george lucas was like i'm doing whatever i want when he was writing it down so it's like to think about the fact that dave filoni i mean so close with george lucas first of all like what are they like best buds i don't know but they he worked so closely and worked under him and with him on everything and it's like the fact that he then created a form of time travel Mm -hmm. and 
I was really, I was thrown for the first time I saw it. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, what, how are, what's going, who is this? Well, <laughs> like, and what's, what's cool happening? about the, the world between worlds is so like how you mentioned how you, you believe the force anticipates the, mm-hmm. the off balance and stuff like that. So when Ezra enters the world between worlds, he hears the voice of Jen Erso, Luke, Kylo, Ray, Maz, all of them. So it's literally in a place where all time exists all at once. Um, mm-hmm. so if that is, I guess, a way to be in the force, then it's not impossible that maybe Palpatine found a way to hide out in there. Um, or even the fact that it, that may lend credence to the Ray theory of her being that champion, because each point in time, it was, it was like crucial points in time for that person that's in there as well as just overall time. time. Yeah. Um, there were there were these crucial points in there to where one could actually enter those times and alter those times in a way, yeah. mm-hmm. which is how Ahsoka lives. So she, I would say that so yeah. Palpatine being in there seems likely, but I also my my other like thing about the world between worlds is would they bring something like that from animation to cinema? I don't know Ooh. that it would be that intense. Is the only thing because if all of a sudden in the very last cinematic movie you're like, oh, by the way, time travel. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that that's yeah. going to go over well, especially after everything with the Last Jedi and everything that was introduced in there. It was kind of like, yeah, you 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 pushing the limits. It's fine. Yeah, they don't have time to explain this. Right. So I I don't know that we'll get that explanation. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's m- something more nefarious with Palpatine. I really really like the the thought that. It was Shmi that was sensed and not necessarily Anakin. When when you mentioned that earlier, yeah, where she was cool. the one that they were like, "Oh, hey, Virgins of the Force, what's going on?" And it was, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's my kid." Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Kind of, just it's the kid. It's like wait, but no, because like, I never considered that it could have been her. Period. Because I mean, there had right. to been a yeah. reason. So yeah. I'm yeah. trying to formulate coherent thoughts, but right now I'm like no. mind blown. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, no. I mean, like it, it just, I don't know. Like the, the more I think about it with like the tiny little details, the just more it makes, it makes the most mm-hmm. sense to me. Um, obviously like I don't claim to have worked on the film, so I don't know like what's going on and stuff like that, but it just, it, it makes so much sense as to the things we've seen and how they could tie in all of the movies and whatnot and how we could even have Palpatine in this last movie and everything like that. So, um, and, and like, even in the trailer, like you see like the death star and it's almost like, it's not crashed, but it's like kind of like floating there. That's why, like, I, I kind of opened up like that idea of a metaphysical realm Mm -hmm. that you can go into because I feel like, things are trapped there, you know, and it might even be be a parallel. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I know that there's like some artwork too, um, where you can see Kylo and Ray and they're fighting, but it's like, they're fighting through the ground. So like Kylo's on the Mm -hmm. bottom and then Ray's on the top. I feel like they're going to like play with that almost. Um, Mm -hmm. I, and I know that like the D 23 thing just happened i didn't get to watch the um footage that um that went on mm-hmm. at the d23 um announcement um yeah. oh, it's good. Uh, but <laughs> oh i i didn't get to watch all of it but i uh, someone yeah. posted a quote that ray said mm-hmm. and i think it's something like from here on out like i have to go 
this mm-hmm. path alone or I have yeah. to do something She's like, alone. go on a dangerous journey or something. Yeah. I feel like the, like the journey is to get her to this, this realm. And she like has to turn around and tell like the, like Poe and all of them, like from here on out, like I've got to go into this realm myself. Like, cause I, this is my journey. Like that's like, you right. got me here. Appreciate it, but this is my journey. Like, yeah, this and is, to this me, is my- that sounds like resolve of now I know who I am. Um, that she's yeah. discovered whatever power she has and everything. So, oh, I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. I, I think that's when she starts to realize who she mm-hmm. is and everything like that. I also have a, a little side theory that I think that Kylo is going to go rogue. Um, but that's like a whole nother can of worms but like it just <laughs> i you i you can't tell me that the whole like crew of knights of ren aren't going to know that kylo was the one who actually killed um uh snoke <laughs> you, yeah. you just you can't like you can't really fake that and <laughs> and I, I i also think that in general hux already has it out for kylo so i feel like kylo's oh, going yeah. to have to go rogue and he's going to seek out ray to try to take her down so i yeah. feel like that's how we're going to have we're not necessarily going to have the first order involved, but we are going to have a, a battle between Kylo mm-hmm. himself and Ray. Yeah. Which but, I'm so down for. That'll be so yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't That'll involve be- the first order. Like the first order. <laughs> they don't matter. Right. <laughs> go, go resistance. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like now I'm going to have people just like completely like turned off this podcast. Like, oh, this They're like, no, no. I mean, if you can tell by my Instagram by now, then like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> He's a good guy. I do. I like the good kid. But, well, I mean, I like Kylo, too. I like him, like too. So. Kylo's a good guy somewhere in there. I believe it. Well, and I, don't, I don't like crazy. the idea of him being a good guy, actually. <laughs> I, think, I think that he, for me, I don't, think, I don't want him to be redeemed. I know that that's, like, a big thing that everybody wants. I don't want him to be redeemed. I like him as the bad guy. But I think that he is a good bad guy because he's got good somewhere going on in there. Yeah. And that's why he just keeps messing stuff up. (laughs) But he's also still like making moves for him. Like he thinks, I think right now at the end of the last Jedi, he's probably in the mindset of like, great. (laughs) Like, what do I do now? (laughs) But I think that the good part of him is also what, what says that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of the bad part of him going, okay, time to do this, this, and this, and then making it worse, the good part of him is like, crap. <laughs> See, I feel yeah. like at the end of the last Jedi, he he more so cemented himself in that because mm-hmm. as soon as he was like, I want every gun to fire on that man, like he made his choice when he slashed through Luke. That's why he was yeah. like, "See you around, kid." <laughs> I feel I feel like he almost he feels like he doesn't have a choice. I feel like he's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Of no return. Um, yeah. I think that's also why we got that really awkward um, conversation between him and Ray after they took down the Praetorian guards. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like I think he knows exactly who Ray is because again he was trained in the Jedi um, uh, uh, text. I think he knows who Ray is, and he feels like his He's only great. way to redeem himself is to get Ray to be on his side. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, otherwise, I think he's destined that to Ray. Yeah, like I think when Ray like was like, "Nope, peace out, a town down." Um, <laughs> yeah. It just it cemented him. Like I think that he feels like he has no other choice to than to fulfill this role. Like, yeah, I think he's af- afraid. I think 
yeah. think that's what makes him a good bad guy, though, is that he's afraid. All the other bad guys are like, shove your feelings all the way down. And he's just like, no, let all my feelings out. Fears yeah. to the dark side. Yeah. And and it goes back to when Ray, like, um, uh, when Ray's being interrogated by Kylo and at the very end, she goes, you're afraid. And, and he stops for a second and it's like, you're afraid that you're never going to be as strong as Darth Vader. That really speaks into a truth right there because um, she, she knows that at the end, Darth Vader got redemption mm-hmm. and he had that strength to seek his own redemption. And I think, she, I think Kylo's afraid that he's going down a path that he's not going to get that redemption. Mm-hmm. And she's, and she saw, how did she see that so easily? Like someone who doesn't have any training within the force and someone who, as strong as Kylo, like she's got to be someone who she's can got counter a direct line. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's where we're back to this theory. Like she's got to be <laughs> yeah. someone who can see this ba- or um, act as a as uh, a player Absolutely. to uh, mm-hmm. balance yeah. the force out. So most definitely, man, this is exciting. <laughs> yeah, such a good, it's such a good theory. Like, how are you gonna feel if it all comes to fruition and you're like, wow, I knew it the whole time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, it was funny because I, I posted that that thing on my story and the next day I walked into that same exact break room and someone who watched my story was like, how's it going to feel when you uh, raise like the balance of the force that your theory is right? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I'm just probably going to be like, hire me, Lucasfilm. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. No, but uh, wow. no, like I just uh, I, I like regardless of wherever they go with this film, I am very excited to see um, how this story is going to finish. Um, And whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, regardless of whatever it is, it is what it is. And, and that's going to be the film we have. And that's going to be the film that seals the fate. Um, I really hope that I'm right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you are too, uh, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think that it would be a really cool uh, character um, story mm-hmm. um, so that can open the door for so many future projects. Um, but uh, uh, who knows? Who knows? He said I mean, it the- connects all of the films. <laughs> and yeah. that does. That theory sure does that. So, yep. yeah. And it and you know how people and you know how like directors love to open the door for future films. I feel like this oh, yeah. would be the way to open up a future film. Absolutely, is if you left it as a reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, and the end is not the end. So, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be something yeah. coming for coming forward soon and everything. Um, but Juliana, thank you so much for sharing your theories yeah. with us. I really appreciate yeah. you coming on the show. <laughs> of course. Of course, anytime. <laughs> it was really fun. I'm I'm still mind blown. I'm gonna be like losing sleep over it. I'm like, is it Ray? <laughs> so wait, but, uh, wait till you like rewatch the movies after having this oh, conversation. Uh, and, like, yeah, they're, when they're we get off, more- that's what I'm doing. So. Yeah, no, no. There's gonna be things that just like pop out like sore thumbs to you, and you're just gonna be like, oh my god. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I have to be up at six a.m. I'm probably gonna like start hitting play and just stay up. And be yep. like, oh. <laughs> we'll we'll never watch it the same again. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's awesome um so juliana do you want to tell everybody where they can find you on instagram or any uh, of your other socials yeah yeah so i am on instagram um my instagram handle is uh juju kitty 2323 that's j-u-j-u kitty um as it should be spelled 2323 um and uh yeah that's primarily where i'm on I, i'm not much of a twitter person i do have a facebook uh a page but like it's not like i i'm i don't like facebook so um it, instagram is is where it's at for me so Sweet. uh and I, I go to light lots of cons um and uh and you can ask cheyenne i like if you even come up to me and remotely say that you know me i will yep. befriend you and maybe i'll even fix your costume piece for <laughs> yeah. you on, this, on the floor can uh, confirm she's super nice yes. <laughs> So um, I, I don't like to be, I, I know some people are like unapproachable, but like I, I, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you're my friend. So let's, let's talk. So <laughs> um, yeah. So if you see me at Con, don't be afraid. Um, if you see me on Instagram, like give a shout out. I'm, I'm not like one of those people that's inaccessible. So yeah. <sighs> Yes, she's yeah. super awesome. So definitely check her out, guys. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. Cool. And guys, you can check us out at Kessel Run Weekly on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, as well as our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. Um, we got new shows every single Wednesday. Uh, we're on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Weekly. We do all the things, all, uh, always. Um, and uh, as of when this episode comes out, I will be enjoying myself at the opening of Galaxy's Edge. I'm very excited for it. Woo! Yes. <laughs> very excited for it yes so I, I know i know you guys are equally excited i'm sure so yes. so guys look for anything coming from kessel Run weekly uh, i'm gonna try to video as much as i can through the tears and just sheer enjoyment so so check that out guys um and until next time my name is danny i'm cheyenne and may the force be with you always <laughs>